couldn't record this week we were just too tired so russ picked out clips that he thought were inspired russell did a great job the clips mostly involve rob these clips are some of our best at least they're all above average russell picked out everyone so email him if you are upset clip shows what you're stuck with we all just want a little rest all rob had to do was some edits but then he went and got a special guest when you want to hear about the greatest albums of all time but you're just too lazy to look it up online if you want to hear four guys who chat and then they get off track the perfect podcast for you jack beck did it better hey all you beck did it better heads uh this is producer rob which is uh normal rob not the character i play and i just wanted to tell you that we weren't able to get together this week so i have put together a best of now the goal of this best of is to try to find bits that we've been talking about on the show and to find their origin and to try to get you to understand uh where our many great jokes are coming from so I, i put together some clips it made me laugh I think it's a good show. I also have a parody song that was never played because John came in with his own. So I decided to put that one in uh, on the uh, uh, episode instead. So uh, if you ever have a clip you want us to play or put in the best of, or you want to say anything at all, you can email us at becktothebetter@gmail.com or call or text the Beck's line, 802-277-BECK. And we do appreciate everyone listening, okay? And we should be allowed to take a break. It's actually fine to take a break, okay? Some of us... I've been working so hard, maybe not during the summer, but some other times, and it's kind of cumulative. But we will be back uh, as soon as we can find out where Aaron went. We will figure this out and start making shows again. Thanks, everybody. When Russ woke up this morning, he was in his new place. Starting a new part of his life with his new roommate. Now Russ opened the window shade and looked at the city. But now when he looks out the window, sees a bunch of biffies. Now unfortunately, Russell has to see people going to the bathroom publicly. When he looks out tonight, Russ might stare for a while. He'll wonder if it's a blue lake or a big nasty pile. When they open the door, they're all going to see Russell saying that it wasn't me. Uh, the other thing on a positive note that I'm Laissez super stoked about <laughs> is that uh, I finally learned how to cook dandelion greens and make them tasty. So Jesus I've, I've had two Christ. in a row. What? You're I'm telling us that we got to talk about shit and this is your next thing that you bring up. You have the balls to say that to us? <laughs> Jesus.
Are you going with like hostas next? Or are you going to mix some yeah. hostas I'm in there? I'm taking grass your... clippings and, and just drilling it up now. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Fuck my life. Who cares? So what are you doing with these dandelion greens? Because you know, you're not like alone. You're not like living out in the woods by yourself, like having to get sustenance. You can go to a store and buy lots of things that are green that actually taste good, like jelly beans. I bet. <laughs> yes. They got all sorts of colors. Yeah. You know what I, I bought did today, some dandelion was... greens at the store, actually. But these I bought from the farmer's market. I went to a store and I bought candy just to melt into diapers for a game at a baby shower. <laughs> okay. That's the fucking society we live in. I am not out picking fucking dandelion greens. Okay. To eat in my fucking house. That's something I cut with a lawnmower. I am going to the store and buying food. And guess what I'm going to do with that food? I'm not even going to fucking eat it. I'm going to put it in a fucking diaper, okay? I'm going to melt that shit down, and people are going to guess. And you know what, how much fun they're going to have? Not that much, because it's a fucking baby shower. They're not even going to have that much fun. They're going to wish they were doing something else. But guess what? That's what I fucking do. I, go to, I took my huge car with a giant engine, burned gas all the way up to the grocery store, bought that shit, threw the wrappers out the window. I don't give a shit anymore. How many did you eat on the way home? Well, I did stop. There was, some, uh, there was a park that has some dandelions growing in it. So we stopped to eat the leaves. <laughs> were you texting and driving? Yeah, you they're super this? bitter. You got to do something different yeah, with that. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're super really bitter. fucking bitter. You don't eat that shit. <laughs> Laura's Ingalls Wilder would be like, do not eat that shit. You can go to the grocery store and get a hardtack or whatever the fuck she ate. We are not fucking eating dandelion greens. Jesus hey. fucking Christ. I think it's 100% time for Rob to leave the cabin and head back to New York, don't you think? I do, too. Who said that? I think I scheduled this about a week and a half too long. What? Who said that? That's so weird. Motherfucker. As the guy recording in his car. That's, that's yeah. the difference between all of us. Though. We have strong views on, like, barbecue, and then Aaron's like, I eat the green parts of a dandelion, which I, do, I didn't even do. So tell me, Aaron. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to apologize for you because I'm right. But what? What did you do with these dandelion greens? And what possessed you to do this? And wait a minute. Well, they're plentiful. So here's the thing. Did you buy the dandelion (laughs) greens or did you go pick them? So three questions. Did you pick them? What did you do with them? And why are you doing this to yourself? All right. So if you will let me finish. Mm. Dandelion greens are plentiful here. They always had them at the farmer's market and the grocery store. And they're super good for you. They have many nutrients. Side of the hill. Many vitamins. They're a very healthy green. Mm -hmm. And I've tried to cook them in the past, and they're too bitter. And I finally decided I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to. So I bought them at the farmer's market. Okay. So so first of all, there is somebody out there farming dandelions. Something that I have been trying to get rid of in a yard for years. (laughs) I think that's true. Can you? When I lived in Rochester, my neighbors would look at my yard and be like, you son of a bitch. You have so many dandelions. I should have been like, excuse me, I'm a dandelion farmer. It would have been like, you fucking moron. Yeah. But okay, so okay, so you, you could bought have been them at the, the farmer's market. To make somebody this person at the farmer's market is the biggest genius in the history of the world. They're like, I'm going to take these weeds and I'm going to go sit them yeah. out there. And people like Eric are going to come up and be like, oh, this is amazing. I need to participate. You just in this. see them with their tractor bag. They're just right. dumping it out. Aaron's buying it for dollars. They're like, oh, okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> Meanwhile, his son pulls one out of the grass yeah. near his house. He's like, put that thing down. Yeah, he wouldn't eat it. He, he actually put one in his mouth, but he wouldn't eat them. Yeah, you wouldn't eat them. I love eating uh, this mulch ice cream that you bought. Oh, this is so good. (laughs) But so you bought them. What do you do with them, Aaron? So I've in the past, I've just tried to braise them uh, with like a little bit of olive oil and salt and pepper and and some water. And that doesn't work. So to really temper the bitterness, you need to boil them first. And I didn't want to do that because I don't know what that does to the nutritional content. But I decided finally that's what I'm going to do. 
So you sort of blanch them for two or three minutes in salted water, drain them, and then if you saute them in some olive oil, a good amount of salt. They would be better with some anchovy, but I didn't have it. Uh, that's what I went with, and they're they're delicious. And so we ate them with some cheese tortellini, and everything was all good. There we go. Now we're back to normal. There we go. That's. I mean, that was it. That was my dinner. Does your family hate you, Aaron? Like, do they really? Do they hate you? <laughs> whoa, whoa! I would be so Rob, pissed if Jenny was like, "We're gonna eat dandelion greens," but they're so bitter, I had to boil them for a long time. Yeah, Aaron, you know what else you could do? You know, animals dealt with dandelion greens. They have like six stomachs. Like that's the shit you're eating is that you need more stomachs. Yeah, we need more stomachs. Yeah, you should eat that and then barf it out and eat it again. And then you'd see how most animals eat dandelion greens. Gross. I love how fired up Rob is about this. This is great. I'm worried this song's a little too subtle. Can you guys just let me know if you could if you got the message of it, okay? We know subtlety is a so and, and again, the podcast, podcast here is where I say something and you guys talk and we just don't, you don't just stare at me. When Wait, I think I was you just gotta, talking. You gotta, did anyone, put did it on K-Rob, man. When we want to hear the radio, we want to hear <laughs> the radio. Put I said so. Okay, it's a hallmark of the podcast. I thought that was really okay, clever. Quick. I, I accept your apology. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Today we got a song going out to anyone who's been mowing their lawn and wondered, could I eat this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotta stand at the farmer's market. I also have a prank that I pull. <laughs> I try to make up fake food And I sell it to those hippie assholes <laughs> They'll eat anything I sell And to prove it here, see what I mean yeah. <laughs> You'd have to be the dumbest shithead on the planet To try to eat dandelion greens <laughs> Dandelion greens yes. They're bitter, put them over not much yep. better. Some people just say they're a weed, just that black pepper. But the people who buy Ooh. them are the biggest fucking morons. <laughs> I'm in a good for your liver. Subtle. That's subtle. Wake up in the morning and I pick them from my lawn. Yep. I price them at $8 a bunch for these stupid rich morons. <laughs> I've never paid $8 I like to trick to get these dumb shits. Well, that's just who well, you I would, am. You would. There's a guy who sells crystals next to me. Even he thinks I'm a scam. <laughs> Dandelion greens, they're bitter. Put them over heat. Double track. Not much better. Some people Ooh, say they're a weed. This is Just black pepper. The people who buy them are the biggest fucking morons. <laughs> oh, look at this. Listen to this. Oh, this album never hit number one in the U.S., though. The fifth best-selling album of all time. It never hit number one. It never got above. There's a riot going on by uh, Sly and the Family Stone was above it. That's great. And also recorded in a bedroom. Is that true? Yeah, I think he recorded that one mostly in his house in Sausalito. I'd have to look oh. it up again, but yeah. I, that wouldn't surprise me. It's, it's, reading about anything I can see about Sly and the Family Stone and read about it, he's such an interesting person. Hey, after this po- after this podcast, I'll send you guys the recording that I made in my bedroom earlier tonight. <laughs> the Ovapositor 9000 is charged. Ready to use. It would be so funny, wouldn't it, if Russell turned out to be one of those real sex doll guys, right? Where they buy like the $3,000 sex doll. Not funny, actually, Russell. I'd support you. Don't kink shaming. And you guys are gonna that, make me. You guys are gonna Rob make the, me edit it out by not saying anything. You the three thousand dollars sex doll. I would definitely ask the person at Walgreens to come unlock that door to get that down for me. 
<laughs> Excuse me, that hyper-realistic sex doll back there. Yes, yes, that one. No, 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 past the deodorant, before yeah. the headphones. Yes. That one, yeah. that one. Could you load that up onto a cart? Because I actually know they're real heavy because I watched some documentaries about them. And they'll um, do a Gatorade and a Kit Kat. <laughs> the mint Kit Kats that were so well, Obviously, you're going to need the Gatorade after, so... Yeah. Do you, yeah. do you have any Kit Kats that aren't king size? No, you don't yeah. because you don't sell anything but king size candy bars anymore. Okay, that's cool. And I'll be back to pick up my passport photo tomorrow. <laughs> it's just you and the sex doll in the passport photo. Walgreens <laughs> is never going to be the same for me again. Excuse me, sir. On your passport application, it says you're going to Browntown. What? <laughs> We're going to have to think long and hard. Okay. Are we going to, we're going we're gonna to keep this in by the way, also on his passport long and hard. Hey Rob, is this a music podcast? Oh no, you're pulling the Aaron card out. This can help confirm this for me. So if I'm going to a party that's dress code business, I bring the Silicon doll. But if I go to lounge casual, I bring the blow up. Oh yeah, that's absolutely it. I'm picturing Russell like out with his two blow up dolls, right? Walking. The aliens come down. What is rock and roll? And he's like, here, it's Led Zeppelin four. And they're like, and then of course I would be wearing my, I heart blow up dolls. T-shirt <laughs> blow up doll, breathalyzer arrow down. I That's heard. the back to the better shirt. Back to the better on the back. No, on the front and on the back is breathalyzer for blow up dolls and then an arrow pointing down. <laughs> I don't know. Who's got two thumbs and both these blow-up dolls because I made it with little thumbs. The aliens are like, thank you for rock and roll as a gift. Here is a dildo with an ovipositor. Fuck, I got to edit that shit out too. God damn it, you guys. That was good. Hey, oh, I have one other rolling going thing. I know we shouldn't do this, but I have to bring it up. This is kind of serious. It could be a legal issue. Okay. Did you, did you guys see that Brett Favre is suing multiple people for making jokes about how he stole all that money from poor people? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, he is. He's doubling down. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, well, I'm going to say it again. Okay? It's not stealing. It's an investment. Okay? We are going to get to see some of these kids. Maybe they get to watch volleyball. Okay? Great volleyball court. Give a man a fish, feed him for a day. Let a man come in and watch my kids play volleyball. Okay, they'll have concession popcorn for life. Okay, and that's something to think about. <laughs> that's the joke you got to move on to the album. Hey, that's the only fantastic. State, only state possibly worse than Mississippi. Let's talk about this album. Hey, listen, it's like, hey, uh, I got, I built this great volleyball center. Let me show you some pictures on my phone. Oh, no, wait, not that one. Remember that? Like, I get it. I get it. Listen, a dick pic with Crocs in the background, funny as hell, right? Just so fucking funny to think that there's some pro athletes like, what color Crocs am I going to get? Like, should I get red ones or what? Like, gray. Yep. I think these grays are good. Well, time to take a picture of my cock and send it to somebody. What? Somebody who works for the team, too. Do you yeah, think Shannon Sharp idea. will indemnify us if this goes wrong or not? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's got our back for sure. Yeah. Has it ever worked just sending your cock to somebody? Russell's nodding. Okay, so that's cool. 
Um, big nod from Russell. But like, but like wieners dig. look funny, right? I mean, there's yeah, not, they do. Yeah. It's just it's yeah, well, it's not like sending boob. It's not like sending boobs. If, it's you sending a wiener. If you saw weird. a guy's erect penis and then an alien yeah. egg came out and it turned out to be an ovipositor from the Martian planet, you would be like, <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that actually makes oh, sense. No. That's what it we're looks only, like. We're only now in one thirty two and we've already gone back to it the ovipositor. Looks jokes. <laughs> no, like Whatever alien the, cock. Reset the counter of like days since an ovipositor joke to zero now. We had a whole, whole <laughs> episode. Well, you're the age. The we have forty the, songs to go. You're the correct age where you're a big Hank Williams fan. An ovipositor is uh, like an alien penis, but it has eggs. Done as this well. already. So something to oh, think about. No. Russell hasn't stopped laughing in like thirty eight <laughs> seconds. Aaron, how do you think the Easter songs. Bunny? How do you think the Easter Bunny songs. brings all those eggs to your yard? Oh, in a basket? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's got an alien cock that comes out and it's an ovipositor. I think it's called an uh, Aaron, Aaron, I think it's called an ovipositor. (laughs) And this ovipositor, oh, what's the alien, what did alien uh, Easter Bunny bring me today? Oh, it's a, with a quarter in it. Those were the shittiest eggs. You guys know what I'm talking about. Eggs with a quarter, get out of here. It's a Cadbury ovipositor. Oh my God, Cadbury eggs, so good. Even if, you know what? I'll tell you what, I'm going to tell you right now. If I had an alien that had an ovipositor that only put out Cadbury eggs, I'd put that shit in a cage and just feed it enough so it lives and it would live in my house and give me Cadbury eggs all year long. Just feed it enough, just, just enough. Okay, and I might enough. edit this just out, but here's how I'm picturing this. I mean, how do you get the middle of that Cadbury egg filled? Well, that's the thing is that you do have to jack off the alien so it does give you the Cadbury egg, but <laughs> the harder the work, the sweeter the honey. You he know what I mean? Play the songs. We have 40 of them and he won't play them. You'll play him eventually. He's got well, Science Olympiad in like three hours. I'm going to bring this back it. to the Hank Williams song. There's one on here. I think about an ovipositor. I thought I heard that earlier. <laughs> 40 songs is yeah. bound to be one. He's like, ah, reference. my wife and I, it's not going so well. She doesn't like my ovipositor or whatever. And then she it wasn't in high school for me, though. It was during my it was during my hip-hop message board era, which was my 20s. Not oh my God, that was your anyone. 20s. I didn't realize <laughs> yes. that. I know you guys missed that whole joke. You could have riffed on that for days. That was in your 20s when you were raw yes. going to give it when to you? Oh my God, I Rusty's thought you were like basement. 13. Did you guys think he was 20 for that? I thought he was like oh, yeah. 12. Yeah. No. Oh, no. no. That's like my Yahoo fantasy football name is I like big butt 75. Because I thought you your team name was Rob's Gangbang Gang. I no, thought. no, no, no. That's uh, it had to be turned to RGBG R-B-G-B. once we started using work R-G-B-G. emails to check our fantasy team. RGBG. Yeah. No, but my Yahoo name because I need a name at yahoo.com. It was uh, oh, I should probably shouldn't say it on the podcast, but it's it was I like no, big don't. butts and a number, and I was like. <laughs> Because I, I liked that song at the time. So now when I'm like in a league with my dad or I you started NCAA, it, no, you and can't I can't change it. So, my, so I have to send my dad like, hey, you want to be in my bracket? <laughs> Sign up with I like big butt 75 super bracket. Rob, I have a very similar I'm 41 experience. years so old. When I was in like high school or college, I signed up for a Yahoo account for fantasy football. And then I played, you guys were talking about bridge. I used to play online Euchre on Yahoo. Oh, and right. my screen name oh God, this was is so sad. My screen name was pile of shit at yahoo.com. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. So here's the funniest yes. thing though. Here's the funniest thing. So 
in, when you play like no. online Yahoo or like Yahoo Euchre, no. you, you, turn you, the text to voice on. You have a, <laughs> excuse me, what username do you want to pick? I think I'll pick pile of shit. Okay. So, no. so for the Yahoo like Euchre, no. you get a ranking. So every time you win, your ranking kind of goes up. And when you lose, you go down. So you're always trying to like get up higher on this ranking. Oh. And so, like, one weekend, I just Pile got crushed for, like, moment. a week in a row. Like, they kept, I kept losing, losing, losing. Oh, no. And my ranking kept going down. And when your ranking goes down, people at good tables won't let you play with them. And oh, so no. I was like, fuck it's it. I need to start worse. a new account. So oh. I started a new account, which is no. called no. Pile of Shit 2. <laughs> <laughs> and so now, if you go and look at, like, our... If you guys go look at the name. If you guys go look at like our Yahoo is. Fantasy Football Wait. account, my my screen name is Pile of Shit Two, and that's why it's that screen name. So your so your solution to sucking at euchre was to just make a fake account. Yes. Like, oh my god, nobody will play with me. I need to make a fake account. Russell, it's the saddest story I've and ever it was heard the in my same, life. It was the same name. I just People added a play two online on the end euchre of it. with you. Yeah. Oh. So if, if you guys ever play online euchre with Pile of Shit 3, you know I'm going to reset my ranking. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> but this comes up all the time because you're right. Like, Matt was, I was talking with Matt earlier tonight, and he was talking about uh, an online oh, NCAA God, basketball pool on Yahoo that Rob organized. And I was going to join it this year, but I heard all your kids were going to be in it. I'm like, I can't put a pile of shit to um, submission into the basketball bracket. So I didn't even play. So somebody out there is like pile of shit too. God, I wonder who got pile of shit one. Not knowing it was the same Turns guy. Turns out it was me. It was the same guy. This, this can't be the same guy. Can it? <laughs> pile of shit two can't be the same guy. Pile of shit one is so bad at Euchre, but pile of shit two is so good. They can't be the same person. I will play with pile of shit two. Hey, who's your partner at my table? Oh, pile of shit one. Yeah, I don't want to play oh, with the guy. With, I don't want to play with a guy with that name. Walk away. Russell's Walk like, away. it he's must be because I'm horrible. No, they don't. They just don't want to play with a guy named pile of shit one. Well, it's pile of shit two. It's like be- bigger and better. <laughs> bigger and better. Hard to do it. Oh my god! That's the name of this podcast now. Pile of shit two. Bigger and better. Oh, what Elmer are we even talking about? Oh yeah, this is because Elmer was making fun of me. He was shaming me. So no, but I and 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 actually it was true because my wife. I, well, the, the story I told is that she inspired me with the powerlifting because I was working out. Um, with a trainer at Equinox and then my wife found this powerlifting coach and like, you know, the rest literally is history because I, I do have a number of records. Um, <laughs> but it led me to once again, look up my old trainer on Instagram and I will tell you guys an oh, update. No, this is okay. Never, my, we're good. my trainer is no longer into polyamory, no longer doing coaching for polyamory. Oh, that didn't work out. Wait, no, so that's so surprising. Benching to Frenching to. She is now a full-time uh, she helps people with uh, being a uh, dominatrix. So she is into, uh, she actually gets dominated herself. So I'm not sure what the opposite of a dominatrix is, but that's her. Uh, Was she, she the third member of that wrestling tag team demolition, Axe, Smash, and Rob's powerlifting coach? <laughs> I think so because a lot of her Instagram now is showing off various collars she owns and what she Ooh. thinks of each collar. She is not a sex worker. Like, I want to be clear. She's not a sex worker. She just literally has a polyamorous relationship where she enjoys, uh, what, what, I mean, if you really want to get technical here, okay. She enjoys being a brat where they boss her around and then she says, no, 
And I got to admit, when she writes about that, I do. I'm kind of like, well, wait a minute. I kind of like it. Imagine your wife telling you, like, you better take out the recycling or you're in big trouble. And you're like, ooh, I don't know if I'm going to. I'm feeling naughty. Like, isn't that erotic for you guys to think about me doing that? Aaron's thinking about naughty next time. Aaron's wife at (laughs) gmail.com tells him he's got to go to some six-year-old's play. Wait, I accepted the invitation. No. I'm not going. I'm not going today, sweetie. I promise I'm going to take out the garbage today. Don't worry about it. Ooh, I'm a naughty boy. Isn't that? <laughs> does that turn you on that I didn't take out the garbage? Which one of us would be the most likely to be a brat? Who would be the one to say no or whatever? Matt, Matt voice Matt was making earlier when he was. I think Russell could be a good it. brat. Don't you guys you think? think I'd be a good brat? I think you'd be a good brat, Russell. I'd love to boss you around, and then sometimes you'd be like, "No, I'm actually being naughty." I'd be like, "Oh, that's very bad, Russell." <laughs> no, no, I'm going to eat marinara with these cheese curds, Rob. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, that's just... I, I, actually, this this might fit better than I thought it was going to. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? I could only imagine a collar, putting on a collar, right? I got a collar. It's my favorite collar. I put it on. I don't know what. Do you put a leash on it? You must, right? Like, what else do you do with collars? Spikes. Your spikes, right? Daddy walks you around. Okay, so I get to walk around by my daddy. Great. I then take off my collar. Like, we're all done. You know, I'm done being a brat. I'm like, okay, see you later. Thanks, you. You know, thanks for coming over or whatever. I take off my collar. And then can you just imagine looking at your collar and how big it is? And then you're like, Jesus Christ, is that how big my neck is? Like, you would just look at this collar (laughs) and it would look like a, you know, it would look like a top of a garbage can. You'd be like, oh my God, is my neck that big? You go look in the mirror and you'd be like, Jesus, my neck is huge. So here's this thing that's supposed to give you pleasure. And instead you realize just how thick of a neck you have and it disgusts you. You've got to go to like the big and tall section of the S&M shop to get your collars. Like you can't get a like a normal, normal collar. You've got to go to the, the big tall and tall section. What is the tall section? It's like a tall collar. It's like a massage table with a hole on the bottom, but the legs are short. So you can get on in case you're not tall enough. Um, I, what? Never what? mind. What? I'm thinking about tall sex shop, like for tall people. Isn't this a music podcast? Yeah, like the swings, music? the sex swings have like way longer ropes. It's like, oh, if you're really I need tall, to go get some more there. ice. Like, there's no way I can drink another one of these without <laughs> ice in it. Let's move into along to the next song. Cadbury egg drink. Now that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> That'd be so good. City Pages famously said the best martini is the third one. Well, actually, I believe the quote is Aaron. Oh, no. Aaron, you dumb shit. Hold on. Hold on. Let me find it. Give me one second. Okay. Yeah. I want to hear it. Typing in. Martini glass. And now I need to naked woman real. tattoo. How to get collar.com. Um, hold on. Okay. Still looking. Collar through security airport question mark. Hold, hold, hold. hold. Uh, excuse me, hold. sir. Can you put everything in the bag? Oh, yeah. This is my collar. Can you take it off? I don't want to. I'm a brat. <laughs> sir, we're going to have to pat you down. Oh, no. Don't do that. Matt, Aaron, are you guys cranberry guys for Thanksgiving or no? Not no. Uh, music? Yes. Uh, Thanksgiving? <laughs> no. I would listen. To, yeah, I'd listen to cranberry. I on Thanksgiving. refuse I like that, to eat anything grown in a bog. I am not eating stuff grown in a bog. <laughs> don't need it. Okay. I am not a bog dog. Doesn't drink scotch. No. Well, doesn't eat cranberries. Yeah. I'm a bog and- brat. Hey, pick those cranberries. I'm not going to. Robble, robble. I'm getting very confused with all our stories. What? Can somebody draw the hamburger in a collar being led around by a leash with by Ronald? And he's being a brat. 
I, I, if you draw that, I will get a tattoo of it. Okay. Um, and, and then they say, listen, you need to pick what album do you think is the 82nd best album of all time? And of course you say, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm a brat. I don't want to pick what album it is. And they say, you have to, and you go, Ooh, I love this job. If you didn't do that, okay, and you said this album should not be there, that is a rolling groan. This album should be later on the list. Ooh, I'm a brat. This album goes later on the list. It's not as good as 82 Rolling Stone, okay? Or do you think this album should have come sooner, okay? It is a jam. It is, uh, like, revolutionary. This is, like, one of the greatest funk, certainly the roots of the funk album of all time. It, that would be a rolling bone. It should have been higher up on the list. Or is this rolling well-toned? You think this is perfect, okay? Uh, and it should have been an 82, and hence you were actually not a brat. And I wanted you to be. So that actually does make you a brat. It was a reverse bratting. I wanted you to be a brat, and you weren't, and that makes you a brat because you weren't doing what I wanted. So am I supposed to wear the collar ad in the post-game show or not wear the collar? <laughs> can, you just make, can you send me a oh separate text, Rob? I just want to make sure I understand what you're looking for. Uh, yeah, I'm an eight-and-a-half uh, eight hat size. Uh, my collar is a 12. Okay. So <laughs> What? I don't know. I, listen, guys, it's so late. Grown. Normally, when I don't like an album, I try to be nice and say nice things about it. But tonight, I'm going to be a brat. I'll say oh. one nice thing. Do <laughs> oh. <laughs> you want the collar on or off when I do this, Rob? Please don't say that to me anymore. <laughs> oh, okay. Did it better. Hey, Rob, if if. The Hamburglar was going to be on the yodeling list. What would he sound like? What would his yodel sound like? Rubble, 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 rubble. Oh, my God. Yes, it is so late. How did it get to be this late? Oh, Lord. Matt, are you tired? Do you think we should end the podcast? I'm yes. not going to end the podcast. We're going to keep going because I'm a brat. Matt, we could really end it now if you want. Please. We're not going to end it We're now, man. We're not going to end it now. <laughs> oh, I'm lightheaded. Oh. K-Rob is actually playing right now uh, kind of a serial, you know, kind of a show that, that is uh, every week. It's kind of a, a story. Let's, let's listen in right now. Oh, Check it out. exciting. Previously on Beck, did it better. Oh. <laughs> An interesting thing. So I go to my middle seat. Oh, no. It's this guy wearing a cowboy hat. He gets up out of the aisle and I look and the armrest between our seats <laughs> is up. So he has no. taken the armrest and put it up. Oh, yes. So no. I sit down and then I have to make the decision. Yes. Do I just leave the armrest up and have a little bit more room, but potentially sit like, like where we're going to be touching each other in the middle of a flight. <laughs> In the middle of a flight, Russ plays his game. <laughs> Russell oh, knows. Yes. He wants to touch elbows. Uh, yes. Touching forearms <laughs> turns him on. Yes. <laughs> I kept it up. I oh, my God. Yes. I kept the arm on a date. He likes the middle seat best. <laughs> so sweet. Then he can lift up both armrests. Yes. It's his menage. Yes. <laughs> He's robbing elbows wrong. Yes. <laughs> Touching forearms turns him on. Yes. 
<laughs> Touching <Yes>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kept it up. I oh kept my it God. Yes. I kept the arm Are rest up. <laughs> you use the bathroom and leave. <laughs> when you return, you can see you rolled up the sleeves. Oh, no. <laughs> Is that a round we did? Russ, Russ. <laughs> never flies comfort plus. <laughs> Touching forearms turns him on. Yes. Now, when you want yes. to hear about the greatest It might surprise you that I had a longer version of that song. That included the rhyme, both arm guards and gets hard. And I was like, you know, the song is so sweet. There's no reason to spoil it. See, these sleeves are all rolled up, Rob. They're all rolled up. He's raw-dogging it. Beck did it better. My favorite part of this song is the tuba. We've heard Aaron tell us how amazing the jazz flute and the glockenspiel is. We've talked about the harpsichord. We've never talked tuba before, have we? Nah, we should give the tuba some love. So we got to give the tuba some some love. I'm going to do the greatest tuba songs ever. Let's do a list. Uh, We got a list. I like it. I'm excited. It's it's, it's time. I have a list as well. But For another we have tuba lists. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was going to say that joke to the end and I didn't Tupac, do it. Tuba list? Tuba yeah. tuba. <laughs> Tupac. Tuba. Tuba. Ock. Tuba Ock is my Tupac tuba band. So this time I am not <laughs> dividing up tubas and sousaphones. This could include a tuba and a oh sousaphone. Normally we get really it. into the details, but the first song on the list is one of Aaron's favorite bands. I know we've talked a lot about this uh, quest love recently, but do you guys know the roots have a tuba player named tuba gooding jr. Yes. And he opens every live concert. I've seen it with, with, with a tuba solo or a sousaphone solo. Check I've it out. There. I've seen it. Oh. Can you imagine going to a concert here? This right off the bat, badass. At First Ave in Minneapolis, they they enter from the back of the crowd and they come through. I've seen it. I got a feeling there's a lot of guys that look like Aaron in this concert. Like if you go to the concert looking to like hang out with women, it's just guys that look like Aaron. They're all wearing thick, dark ribbed glasses. Well, I'll tell you what. Actually, going to a They Might Be Giants concert, that's exactly what it is. It's a bunch of guys that look like me, but they have dark rimmed glasses on. The tuba is fun to listen to, isn't it? Like when you can hear somebody really, I had a friend growing up whose dad was like a, he was like some sort of professional tuba player, like on the side. I don't know what, but he would just be practicing the tuba in the house and it (laughs) rocked because no matter where you were, you just hear this. And you'd be like, oh my God, things are happening. This is so good. It was only while you were walking though, right? (laughs) Yeah. I'd be, yeah, that was the mean part is I'd be walking around. He'd be like, and I'd stop and he'd stop. Rob, if one instrument was going to play the soundtrack to your life, would it be the tuba or not? Uh, yeah, it's probably, it's either the tuba or insert funny joke here. So I'm going to put in a joke later and I think it's going to work really well. But the answer is a skin flute. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Nailed it. Well, if Rob doesn't have the skin flute to seduce people, you know what he can do is play this song by Leon Redbone called Seduce. Check this tuba song out. I want to be seduced. Oh, this, this is this is me cheating on your wife. This is the song I would write. Voice of the snowman and Elf. Eyes get 
Wait, yeah, are you this, cheating on someone else? He does play that song. He does play the song in Elf. Oh, what yeah. am I going to cheat on? I'm going to cheat with hey, my Leon. wife. <laughs> he was actually a, a jazz musician that Bob Dylan found and mentioned to Rolling Stone, and that's how he kind of became famous as he got mentioned in the Rolling Stone magazine by Bob Dylan. The next song on the list is The Band, and I believe this album is on the top 500 list, Matt. Maybe you know where it's at. This is Rag Mama Rag. Check out this song. Check the tube out. Oh, that tuba bangs. The, yeah, this the band's really got two albums on the top 100. 100 and the then 57. 100? Yeah. Wow. I can see why. This tuba rocks. One of the coolest things about this song is they left the bass spot open. It was going to be a bass guitar. They left it open. The producer comes in, and there's a tuba there, but he's never played it before. So this is him completely improvising on the tuba on Rag Mama Rag. That reminds awesome. me, when I was in band in high school and we would have a sub... We would always just switch instruments. We'd all go sit with different <laughs> instruments, and every single time, I would either you guys go right, are crazy. I would go right you for the. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Rob's play. Rob's oh, playing. Oh man, I'm Rob's here for this the kind jazz of shit. I love these stories. Like a 110 pound girl playing the tuba over I'm in the here corner. For I would immediately go right back and try to get the crash cymbals. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing the dance up at the front of the room with the spinning around, spinning around, <laughs> hit myself in the head, fall down the cymbals, crush my head. Uh, no, so but then that turned out to be very stressful because it turns out that when you play the crash cymbals, you need to play it in exactly the right spot. If you're doing the national anthem and you miss it, that people are looking at you. And the other instrument I would go back and play is just the tuba. Now, of course, in our in our pandemic world, it does not seem safe to just be going around and like just putting your lips on <laughs> stuff that other people put there. But God, I had so much fun playing the tuba. Playing I'd be back there playing band. the tuba. I was like, this is what I should have been doing the whole time. I'm a tuba guy. It's what I should be doing. Why did I take up that piccolo? I mean, it made no sense. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rob. Did you really play the piccolo? Uh, no. I, as a trom- <laughs> I played a trombone. I can't believe you didn't remember that story. That's hurtful. Well, that's what I thought. I mean, you changed the... Uh, sorry, Russell, go ahead. No, next up on the list is a little... I'm going to give you guys a little Latin hip-hop here. Ooh. This is Pueblo Cafe, Toto Me Vida. Check this out. This was from... Oh! Yes, this is badass, is it not? Oh, I'm shocked Aaron this. hasn't said, oh, I saw these guys in concert three times. I've not, I've not seen these guys. I wish I had. Oh, yeah, these guys run the uh, Green Grocer on my street. Yeah. If anyone ever watched the show Silicon Valley on HBO, that's where I heard this song. It is so awesome. Oh, it's beautiful. All right, the last song on the list, though, is someone I had to give Aaron. I gave Aaron the roots of the beginning, and I got to finish with another Aaron one here. Whoa. We're going out to Oakland. This is Raphael Sadiq. The song oh. is called Still Ray. And if you guys remember, D'Angelo played his his album. He recorded Brown Sugar, I believe, at, at Raphael Sadiq's studio. Am I correct, he did. Aaron? That's correct, yeah. And so, Raphael Sadiq so check wrote out this and song. It's called Still Ray, and it features the tuba. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, Oakland legend. Well, this is kind of a sexy tuba song. Right? Like if a guy yeah, was playing a tuba and, and having sex with your wife, Tony. this is what it would sound like. <laughs> Russell, this is outstanding. I'm so happy you found. Yeah, I do have a Raphael Sadiq concert story, which is that I had tickets to his concert and it was canceled. That's it. That's the whole story. But 
<laughs> I love that track, Russell. Holy shit, that was chapter two in Aaron's exciting book of stories. I mean, that again, I had to edit out because a lot of us passed out. We didn't know what was going on by the end of that story. <laughs> by the thirtieth song of this album, we're going to get like four or five more chapters. Oh, I bet. so good. That, I love that. I, 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 I do want to circle back to my joke about somebody cheating on your wife while also playing a tuba at the same time. Just picture that for a little bit. Like you hear this, you're, you're like, "Honey, I'm home," and you're like, "Oh, that's weird. She's not around." And you walk around, you hear this. Boom, 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 boom. You're like, wait a minute, what's going on? That's like, boom, 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 boom. You're like, hey, honey, what's going on in here? He's just keeping it going at a medium pace there. That tube never yeah. gets no, too the fast. Rob's does it? Favorite subgenres of movie. <laughs> I mean, Tube-like I've heard cooking. of I've heard of brass bands, but ass bands, I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's do. I'm so tired. My favorite part of the song, you heard a little bit there, but maybe, Rob, you can jump to the end, is the flute. There is jazz flute on this song. Oh, you guys, there we go. you hear this part of it? Oh, I love it. I love it. So I was looking, I was wondering, who is this jazz flute player? And it's this guy, Catisse Buckingham, and he is actually famous. He's played with Lionel Richie. He's played with Aerosmith played with a bunch of famous bands but i couldn't really find any of his songs but you know who else he has played with who he played in the movie anchorman he is the guy who played the jazz flute Whoa. that will ferrell is playing in anchorman check this out this is this same guy uh, Katie's buckingham that's baby making music that's what that is what? <laughs> that's baby <Yeah>. making music <laughs> The jazz flute player on the Chronic is the same guy who plays the jazz flute in Anchorman. Man, shout out. Russell, I feel bad for the next woman you date because she's going to have to sleep with you after you tell her that fact. <laughs> I would pick her up on a date. I would open the door and I'd be like, hey, I'm Russell. Do you know the flute player on the Chronic is also the same guy from Anchorman? Do you want to go back to my place or yours? Where are we going? Rob, there's even a cooler thing about this that only you will love, but I have to share it. And I don't know if that woman will still sleep with me after she knows this part of it. But Rob, you've talked before about the show. Who's the boss? You've made jokes about Tony talking about Samantha, right? Samantha, Jonathan. So this Catisse Buckingham, (laughs) the flute, the jazz flute player for the chronic and for Anchorman also starred in a special episode of who's the boss. The episode where Samantha gets a hickey on her neck and has to walk around the house with her head tilted the whole time Seen while it. Tony Danz is trying to figure out what happened to Samantha's neck. That Katise Buckingham was the 13-year-old kid <laughs> that gave Samantha the hickey. That, Russell, this, this, this list makes me so happy. This isn't even your list. It just makes me happy. Finally, who's the boss news that I can live with? <laughs> How much for a Tony Danza cameo, by the way? Can we get Tony Danza just to say Mona to me on a cameo? It'd be so good. And then I just send him a video of me jacking off to him saying Mona into a cameo. He's like, wait, what? And then I charge him money because that's my cameo. Oh, no. Not to be saying Mona. It's a vicious cycle. What podcast am I on? Hey, Rob, yes. he, he was the housekeeper. I bet he used to use the washer and dryer all the time. I wonder if he ever got stuck. Oh, Mona. Mona. Angela, I'm stuck in the dryer. What are you doing, Angela? No. Who's the boss now, Tony? Samantha might be home soon, Angela. Oh, no. What are you doing? 
By the way, I did text these guys a Suez Canal stepbrother boat joke sent in by Music Mike 76, who, by the way, is still my best friend. Why would you guys not send me that movie? He did. Best friend, Music Mike. We love it. That van. I mean, he drove that van around and who's the boss, right? He's driving that van. You know, he's up to no good. Ah, I should have ended with the, him fucking Mona in the dryer. Damn it. You know what, guys? So much of this podcast, you think it's like, oh, I'm just going to tell funny jokes about who's the boss and Tony Danza getting stuck in a dryer. That's where this podcast has led to. This is the natural conclusion of the podcast. But then you got to learn to draw back. You know what I mean? Like you got to learn to stick the landing and just stop talking about it. Lessons for us all. Consider it stuck. So when you're on that date, Russell, and you explain to your date how we got to this point where Tony Danza is stuck in a dryer and saying, Angela, you'll chill now. Oh right. So what if it was about? what if it was Mona instead of Angela? What if it, what if he just had <laughs> he had a thing for grandmas? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a gilf hunter. Uh, also purple in my links. Okay, so let's talk about the next prompt would be: You guys are aware of the five love languages, right? Oh yeah. So the next prompt is: My love language Meat. is. Beans, what is the love rice, language? What should I say is my love tortillas. language? So I'm going to go through and tell everybody the five love languages because my my Aaron Aaron has been holding up fingers and he, I think he said beans and rice for one <laughs> so I, I I don't also think he quite understands in there. beans and rice done, Mister. <laughs> so here's the deal: we got we got touch, right? We got gifts. We've got acts of service. We've got there's one where you just hang out with them, right? Uh, quality time, quality time, and then there's. Oh, you're good Words at this, of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Oh, you guys know this stuff. Way to go. Well, I'll oh, tell you on, what. We, it's on this app right here. Hey, here. Aaron, I've wrote it down. I've wrote it yeah. down about two dozen times on notebook paper, and I toss that shit every, every time, time after every conversation. Now, Russ, is there a way on the answer that you can change the font to make it look like you're whispering? Because I think you whispering, touch, is it would be really, really good. <laughs> I, I could just put it on all caps. Would that work or not? Hey, here's a gift. I want to touch you. Hey, let's get some quality time together. I'll touch you. Words of affirmation. Yes, I'm going to touch you now. Acts of service. I'm going to touch you. It's all of them. It's the best. No, I know. We know the five love languages because uh, mine, unfortunately, is touch, which is a big bummer. It's 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 ruined a lot of my friendships. And then, uh, but our yeah, kids you want to hug me. I'm. I'm telling you, man, next time I see you, it's going to be a big hug. You're going to big hug, Aaron. You just you wait. I'm, I'm going to do happening. more than hug you. I'm going to wrestle you down to the ground. Wrestle yes, right ground. I'm in for that. But my kids have different love languages, and it's been hard to, it, once you figure that out, it kind of makes a lot more sense with kids. Like I have one who's literally is just quality time. So she, you could be like, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to punch myself in the leg for an hour. And she'd be like, yeah, let's do it. Let's hang out. <laughs> like that's all she wants to do. And then the other one is, uh, I don't know what, just being left alone. I guess that's a love language. I'm not sure. She's whatever the opposite of quality time is. So that's my kids. So write that down, Russell. This is my yeah, kids' quality so, time. So how is this helping Russell? Yeah. It's no, not. We can just move to the next prompt. No, 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 no. What's, man, I want to hear what's your love language. You Mine is uh, acts of service. And so there's mm-hmm. a, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I think the, there's the comedian Bill Burr who said it one time, you know, guys, or wives, if you if you could just do this just one time and watch how your husband's mind just get blown, just turn the TV on, put a basketball game on, make him a sandwich, open a beer, 
<laughs> set it on the couch, and then just set him there for an this hour. Down, Russell, I hope you're writing this down. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. If, I don't and know if this is let him sit there for or... an hour and watch their minds get blown. And that's that. You know, that, that's what I think of when I think some. You know, I just. I. Um. You know, I don't mind helping out, and I. The touching thing. I don't know why something happened to me as a child. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> really weird. You know, hey, you got to say I'm not a big hugger. Like I'm, not, touch, I'm not a big touch. hugger. You know, and receiving gifts, I could care less. You know, like spending time together, that's great. That's that. That's one I've, I think, you know, that'd probably be second place, things like that. But the acts of service, just every once in a while, um, you know, just picking up the house or something or just something. This sounds like it might be a response to that. I think you made a comment one of just put the spoon into the dishwasher. All you have to do is put the spoon into the dishwasher. It sounds like maybe I got yelled a larger story. One, so. <laughs> Let's stop Let's touching me afterwards. These two. Yeah. Uh, hey, yeah. can you can you please fold my laundry as an act of service here, <laughs> Aaron? What's Aaron, your how would, how would Aaron? How would you respond to the love language? Well, I, in preparation for this, uh, just a little behind the scenes, we had some time to think this over. I was going to say burritos, um, which I guess would be like an act of service, like bringing me a burrito. But uh, yep. I think now that yes. I know what the real love languages are, my, I'm like Rob. Mine is touch. So Rob, like we're just gonna have to we're just gonna have to sit and hold hands next time we hang out. Like mm. yeah, that's. That's where I'm at. It's going to be, I, I would be so down with that. That'd be so fun to me. I just love, I, I'm yeah. so into touch that I like being on a crowded subway. Like I'm on a crowded okay, subway I'm and everybody's jammed up against me and I'm like, Ooh, yeah, baby, here we go. That's great. It, I think there's something called like, isn't there like non-sexual contact, like hugging? Isn't there, isn't that like no. a thing where people just, no, I like hugging? no, yeah. never. Nope. Nope. Any contact is sexual. And that's why I got kicked off the college football team. <laughs> By the way, Ross, the correct answer is put down your love language is Frenching. <laughs> that song was very different than almost everything on the album. It's a pretty solid ending for the album of the mediocre 28. Unless you're like me and you put in a secret track to play at the end in Chuck Berry's career. He only had one number one song that hit number one on the Billboard charts. Did I tell you guys about my sophomore year? This is my ding. Yeah. This was a number one hit. Absolutely. His only number one hit. This is it. That's sad. Whoa! What? It's so dirty. Also, the longest song on this—it's a four-minute song. People love it. But listen to this—the guitar work is still fantastic. Can I be honest with you guys again? I want to bare yeah. my soul. Yeah. Last time it worked great. My toilet <laughs> ring light. Is there something there with that joke? What? Toilet ring light. So it'd be so dark. How would you take pictures? It doesn't even make sense to me. Like, <laughs> do you have a flash? <laughs> if I said, I mean, there's got to be a lot. These of are honest questions, Rob. If right? I sat down and a flash went off, I would be suspicious. Okay, Is it audio or video only? Do you have to have like a one of those part, the red, yellow, white cables to hook it up somewhere, like an old VHS player, or not? It cannot be audio. There cannot be audio. You know, there's not video. a thing. No way. It's just video. There cannot be. That cannot be part of it. The audio of it. I mean, the guy's a musical genius. You're telling me he didn't have audio. He only had a visual. I got to tell you a Chuck Berry story for when after the podcast, too. It's unbelievable. All Let's right. Just tell it now. No one's getting this far anyways. Just <laughs> tell it now. Oh, hell, nobody's listening. They found it. They found a video of him and a woman like. Taking dumps on each other. Oh, we could <sighs> say that for after. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> 
Matt, Matt, Matt's going to chime in on that one afterwards. That's for the, we'll save it for the secret pod. Yeah, the secret pod. Take a breath. Can you imagine in court, they're playing that video and they're like, is that you? And you have to be like, <laughs> hmm. like I should have never got that red and white audio cord. I would have been fine with just the damn video, but now they confirm it's me. Because <laughs> you know the video would start with like your face real close to the camera when you turn it on. <laughs> I got it. The red light. It's on. Okay. Can you hear me now? Plug in that white cord. Yeah. Now, could you take a, a big shit out of me, please? Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is going great. Raise my life. I love it. Okay. And then at the end, you're like, oh, God, gross. Okay. How do I turn this? It feels like that kind of thing would be hard to schedule too, right? You can't just like poop on command. Like you'd have to like plan. Okay. Like we both typically do this at like what, you know, 10 AM or whatever it is. Like it seems like a lot of work. That would explain all the empty coffee cups in the background. Can you imagine if Aaron had to deal with all these complications when he was living out in the garage? Uh-huh. That would have made life so difficult. You just see the background check varies. He's like, oh yeah, we bought so much. We bought so much milk. I can't find the red and white cables. Okay, we've been drinking. I don't know how we're going to record we've this. We've been drinking buttermilk for two days. I'm ready for this day. <laughs> <laughs> I had a problem while we were making out in the car before our scheduled time. <laughs> this is the end of the podcast, I think. Okay. Rolling going, Aaron. How's it going with you? Uh, it's going great. It's uh, It was a beautiful day today. I took the day off to go hiking with my lady, so I spent the day in the forest. But uh, what I what I want to is talk that a about euphemism. What you get? What you guys do in yeah. the forest? What does that mean? We went hiking in the forest. Why would you say oh, like dirty. That, That's so Aaron, dirty. Aaron, oh my god! Like my kids are listening to this. Stay above we, board. Yeah. Stay above happened. board. <laughs> we just, anyway, did you wear you know, thick you know, boots? Oh, you yeah. know damn well what happened <laughs> in the forest, Aaron. Did you bring your walking stick? You know what I'm talking about. I <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave them without uh, it. Did you guys? Uh, did you pack a picnic lunch? You don't want to talk about it. Come on now. Uh, we did it. Yeah, we had some cheese tortellini in one of our um, stainless oh, steel yeah. <laughs> containers. I mean, you know, if you ask me about food, it's going to happen. That stainless steel. It was just hard. It was hard. What did you eat it with? Okay, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We got to. We do have to pause here because I'm going to kick myself. There's occasion where I'm editing the podcast and I will listen to something Rosie says, and I realize I didn't step in to make fun of him, and I have never not regretted that moment. So I do have to say this: you went hiking and you did pack a lunch. Correct. And the lunch you packed is cheese tortellini. Yes. Okay. That, that classic hiking treat. So how did you, what did you just eat cold tortellini as you were hiking or what's going on here? I don't understand. No, we sat down. It was so, uh, so okay, well, that's easy- not what I asked really, but <laughs> yeah, we, we, it was, it was easy because we could, uh, cook a bunch of tortellini this morning, put some of it in my son's lunch for school, pack the rest of it in our lunch, Wait, for hold, hiking, hold, hold, hold. throw stop, some stop, cheese stop, on stop. there. No, wait, stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Your son, like your three-year-old son brings tortellini as his school lunch. Yeah, he loves it. Uh, Matt, how often did <laughs> he, there's no way like Matt showed up when he was a five-year-old, we didn't have peanut butter and jelly and had cheese tortellini. It's just pasta with cheese in it. It's not no, that No, 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 no. There's no, no way no. other kids have cheese tortellini at lunch. There's always, there's always one of those kids. All right. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie always comes home from his preschool and is like, 
Charlie had soup today. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like his parents sent like a thermos along with him. Like, oh man, that's that's aggressive. They're like showing everybody up. But I have to step in and take Aaron's side on this. Both my kids have thermoses, and I do heat up pasta and put it in there hot, so it's hot yes. when I have it for lunch. I think kids deserve that. Yeah, but you guys also have a friend, which most people would call a housekeeper, that does all your cooking for uh, you. I so it's much easier to take pull that off. Fun of Rob. She does not do all the cooking. And no, this is not making fun of me. Russell, rolling going. How's it going? Rolling going. As you guys know, I I've been to a record store once. I kind of had a panic, and I decided a, a few <laughs> days ago that I was going to actually try it again and take your advice. You know, Matt gave me the advice of if I don't know what to get, just ask for the Pearl Jam, and if they don't have it, I can leave. Aaron, you said something along but the lines of you, you'll, you, Aaron, you'll find. You kind of said, you know, find something and just do the pity buy. You got to buy something. You got to walk out of there with something. So. I wait, wait, wait. I what great go, advice did I give? What great advice did I give? Um, I, I kept looking at the, the guy who sells the record's feet, and he asked me to leave immediately. <laughs> so I, I, I had to go to a different record store this time. Oh, I asked for that one. Okay. Sorry to interrupt. So I, I decided to go back to my local record store, and I went in with a plan this time. And so I thought, I'm going to go in there, and I'm specifically going to look for Prince Purple Rain, and then if for whatever reason they don't have it, I'm just going to go down the top 500 list until I find a record that they have. Oh, this is exciting. Oh, my so God. I can hardly I'm wait. I'm on pins and needles. I got it. They had to have Purple Rain. But it was probably like 35 bucks. Shh. Do you hear that? It's time to talk about So dumb. Okay. I'm so excited for this. I love this segment. So I go into the record store, and like I said, this time I've got a plan because I don't want to panic. I don't want to get record store anxiety. I just want to go in there and run my system. And so I go in and I start running my plays, and I'm starting. I go look for a Prince Purple Rain, and I don't find it <laughs> at first. Scripted. Oh yeah, I, I script the first twenty plays of this. I'm like I'm like Mike Martz or whatever that guy's name was from the Rams. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. Bill Walsh. Yep. And so I start going through and I don't see Purple Rain, but I start kind of going through all the, the used records and I'm just going down the list. So I go back to Pet Sounds. I'm I'm doing Joni Mitchell Blue. I'm going down all the list of anyone we've covered that I, I don't already own. They don't have any of these, right? Record stores have nothing good. I, I've kind of come to the conclusion. <laughs> but eventually I decided I was kind of freaking out. They had no Pearl Jam. I didn't want to ask the guy because I looked what? at his feet earlier no Pearl Jam record, zero. <laughs> That's not true. And so eventually I decide, okay, I'm going to switch my strategy. And I figured I would walk you guys through my strategy and what I came up with. So I, th I thought you guys would be excited about this. Okay, I'm if you so want to follow along at home, go into a record store, push pause on the podcast, go into a record store, get in there, really settle in, and then push play and do the step-by-step -step things that Russell's going to tell you right now. Yeah, pre pretend like we're in your like Mission Impossible. Exactly. So so Toast. the first thing Toast. the first thing I did, I figured they had to have Prince Purple Rain. I just had to go look for like the new records where there's there's like 20 or 30 new records up by the, the door. So I walked over there and yes, they did have Purple Rain on vinyl. So I picked up Purple Rain as my first record of the day. Nice. Yes. And is it like a special purple vinyl re re reissue or anything? That doesn't oh, look like is, he's opened it. it. 
it it oh it's open. Can you oh. not see the the Prince poster on the back of my wall in the oh, Zoom yes. call right now? Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> it's covering up his D'Angelo poster he had up there before. Uh, but yeah, I see it. <laughs> so after I found Prince Purple Rain, I decided I'm going to go to the bargain bin and buy the coolest one I can find for a dollar. Whatever I so go, I'm going to flip through this. there and pick one out for a dollar. Russell, where did you go? What store did you go to again? I missed it. It's a, the store target? in Richfield. I don't know if it's called. Cheapo, I don't know what, it's 60th in Portland. Yeah, yeah, that's Minneapolis. That's, uh, I'll look it up. That's a great place. But yeah, sorry, I interrupted. So I go to the dollar, the dollar bin and I'm flipping through and there's a lot of stuff that I'm just, this is where I was panicking originally because I'm like, I don't want to buy these terrible records, even if if Aaron tells me I have to buy something, right? (laughs) But so I did come across, this is, I don't know if this is the one we we listened to on the list recently, but I came across Linda Ronstadt's Greatest Hits for a dollar. So I bought that one. For a buck? Ooh, she can you know, you know who would be so excited for that is my wife. She is on the biggest Linda Ronstadt kick. She was asking me when we're going to do her album on the podcast because she wants to like watch a documentary about it. It got bumped way back. Yeah, I, I didn't have the heart to tell her that. I said, oh, real soon, and then she'll you know forget eventually. <laughs> the next thing I went to look for on the list was the next highest album I could find that was up in the top 100. So I was just looking for anything that was in the top 100, and I'm flipping through all these records just looking for something. And the one I came across, I think this is in the 20s, is Carol King Tapestry. Oh, oh yeah. I That's love that album. When I, That's a when I listened down the list, so good. So good. So far and then away. For my fourth album, I just wanted to get something that I thought would be super fun. And I came across this, and we've talked about this one before, and I had to get it. It is the cocktail soundtrack with Coco oh, on side two. Oh, awesome. and the cover of Rave On on there. Oh, there's some good stuff on now, that. Now, now, Russell, I gotta ask you. I, I have to ask you. Yeah. When you brought the cocktail, I hid that soundtrack. one at the bottom of the stack. <laughs> when you brought that up on the counter, <laughs> did that record guy give you a look? I mean, because this would be what would make me nervous. I mean, you're buying prints. You're I, you're buying some legit ones, and then you're getting the cocktail soundtrack. Well, Rob. Yes, I was a bit nervous, and I kept, literally, I sat in the corner for a little bit, like, moving them around in an order where I thought it would be most respectable, because he's, like, do I put the Prince one first? Because then he's probably like, oh, this is just some dude who lives in Minnesota, he's yeah. buying Prince, and then the other ones, I was like, uh, maybe he's just buying this cheap $1 one, so I kind of had to go through a strategy of how I how I presented them, but. Well, you were in but, the corner fiddling around, he probably had his finger right on the pervert alarm, he was like, okay, I'm going to hit this very soon, <laughs> well, all these perverts if, coming in here. Well, if he were to hit the pervert alarm, he would have hit it on this fifth album, because I went with the most perverted one I could find, oh. and that is the big bopper, Chantilly Lace. <laughs> oh, no, Russell, this is incredible. Hey, is, baby. Some moments Did you buy podcast. my album, baby? <laughs> Chantilly Lace put it in He's my back. face. <laughs> oh, baby. I love playing my album. I think it's so great. <laughs> I died, baby, in a plane crash. Oh, no, I'm the big bopper. I'm doing all the jokes from the last episode because I can't think of anything new. I'm dead, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> Have you listened to the big bopper record yet? <laughs> I did listen to the Big Bopper, and I had to listen to that Chantilly Lace song, but I was so disappointed because I thought the actual lyrics were Chantilly Lace put it in my face like Robin <laughs> sang before, and they're not. I don't remember what they were, but the Big Bopper album is actually pretty awesome. Let's be very clear for our two female listeners out there. That wasn't Rob, baby. That was me, the Big Bopper, <laughs> a character that when I say things, it doesn't reflect what Rob thinks. It is not the opinions of this podcast, baby. <laughs> 
I'm not so that, circumcised, baby. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. The big bopper ran out of things to say real fast today, baby. <laughs> So that was my adventure in the record store. And I feel like now I have a new plan and a new approach where I can go in there and look for, hey, I'm looking for something that I just think is fun. The coolest one dollar record I can find the next highest one on the list and a new one and the most perverted one I can find. (laughs) (laughs) Because I feel like I can execute on that strategy every single time. I like to think if you put the the big bopper record on the counter and be like, pretty perverted, huh? And the guy's like, wait, what? (laughs) You're like, yeah, pretty perverted. Way worse. (laughs) So that's why when you guys were asking me if I was embarrassed about the cocktail one, I was like, no, I was more embarrassed about the big bopper. one. (laughs) I will tell two stories, Rob. I know you're dying to jump in, but I'll tell two stories about my job that will support Matt's hypothesis. One, we had some significant layoffs, I don't know, it's three years ago now. And the day that we got... Yeah! Yes. Losers, get them out of here. The day that we <laughs> I got, didn't like when they gave me Valentine's anyways. They, Fuck those guys. They told us about the layoffs <laughs> on October 31st. And they called us into a like a last minute meeting. It was like, oh, these six people are losing their jobs. On and, Halloween? Yes. And there was a woman dressed in a pumpkin outfit. Like sitting in the meeting where we got the notification that we were getting laid off. That I I wasn't getting, but did the lady in the pumpkin outfit get laid off? Fortunately, fortunately, no, she did not. But uh, that's the kind of place I work. She she wore it the right time, man. And then the other thing that I should mention, and this is like a niche thing for maybe some of our listeners who may or may not appreciate this. Every other Monday, I because. Because I don't know if you guys know this. I'm someone's boss. People report to me. Like, oh Jesus I, Christ. I, I, do you, you get a, do you get a just, case of the Mondays let's, every other Monday? Let's just think about that for a second. Can you imagine going into work and there's your boss and he's like, fuck me. I don't want to do jack shit today. <laughs> Like, like, yeah. Uh, hey, I have a meeting. And it's like you can see he's at the ch- child's science center in the back. He's like, you, you need to work hard to give me those reports yeah. right away. I'm very your, your annual your, boss. your annual review is blank, yeah. just like the songs that Aaron TCBY finishes to. You right? go into his office and he's like, oh, let me turn down the radio. And you're like, I didn't hear anything. And he's like, exactly. <laughs> Think about that. There are eight people who call me their their manager. Jesus Christ! And every, yes, and every oh my god, that's almost a baseball team. Monday, <laughs> I have to log into a mainframe computer. I log into the mainframe to approve their PTO time. Every other Monday, I get I hop on. Yeah, yes. I log into the mainframe, and so that's 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 really how it is. So, so the in a tech so mug, you're you're, you're talking perfect. all this shit about like oh this that and the other thing, and meanwhile somebody's like. Can I have some time off? I, yeah. I have a family emergency after it. And so you're like, sorry, no, not covered by company policy. Goodbye. Man, sorry, I've never denied anybody's time off. You know me. Sorry, yeah, it's right. low tide. I can't get to my email oh. today. Low tide. Yeah. Today. I can't. I, I'm not working today. It's low tide. Sorry, yeah, I didn't need you to get those reports I'm, in. I'm not improving I'm anyone's so busy. PTO. I've never this person de- doesn't get their family medical leave because I'm at the beach. I've never yeah. denied anybody PTO. Come on, shit. Wait a minute. I can see in the background, is your son sitting on a towel of somebody's naked body? You're telling me what to do? This is fucked. Oh, sorry. I can't talk to you right now. I was just reading a book about samurai swimming. It's like, what? Who's my boss? I mean, you could just pick anything Aaron's ever said and be like, how is this person a boss? How is he a boss and I'm not? I don't, I'm not a boss of anybody. There is nobody at my work who can say, who I can tell somebody to do and they do it. There's just nobody. There's nobody below me. I am the bottom man. 
But that's not how adults Rosie, work. No. Oh, Rosie, I, I just hope that somehow, some way, somebody in your life, other than the four of us and your wife who was in on the joke, sees you with a in a tech bug at some point in your life and just starts laughing. I hope yeah. so, right? See, yeah. I hope so. Because it fits. Yeah. It fits. Oh, and I hope it's somebody perfect. you just fired who's wearing a costume. I've never fired anyone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. You've never fired anybody? You've never taken no. actions that have led to somebody be fired? No. Never fired anyone. Hey, kids, Wait, we're going to have an imaginary Christmas this year. shirts because you're, you're going to Orlando with your kids to Disney World this week? You're fired. <laughs> never yeah. done it. Never done it. All right. Dick people I don't know. So like there's this time where everybody else is in bed. That's kind of me time. And so it's a big decision. Do I stay up and hang out and do the things I want to do? Or do I go to bed so I can get up early? I don't know. Let's do the crossword. Yeah. Wall Street Journal. It's but a, I think we should all decision. feel honored. I think what Matt is telling us is that one night a week, his valuable me time is spent with us. So I think we should, we should appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys should appreciate. No. And then after this, Matt. <laughs> Matt tells me he has meat time after this, so I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what that is. Meat. Yeah. Well done. Oh, I usually do like, yeah. If if I got some meat in the fridge, I go in and eat it right after the podcast. Like if I got some chicken (laughs) leftover or like a sausage, that's what I go for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Make a quesadilla and go to bed. Ah, that's good living. Listen, man. I, I'm like I'm like one hour sober of making fun of Aaron, and I can stick with it. That was tough. That was tough. You tempted me there. You tempted me there to to because what you just the told mouse us, is over the mouse is over the snake. It's just like it, so close to be like mm-hmm, I know. You see how I'm not going to do this? it. Speaking of meat and uh, eating meat late at night, how about Graceland? Mm, I I guess I don't dynamite, see how that dynamite. goes. I don't get the, how that goes together at all. But you, you don't know think what? Elvis job, ate Aaron. meat late at night? Like I guarantee, Elvis oh, was eating, he ate like, peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Well, I, he must he must have had buckets of chicken once in a while, though. Oh yeah, I gotta admit though, dying on the toilet like Elvis did, I could I, that would be okay, wouldn't it? If you're just like, oh man, I'm having trouble, and then you're like, oh, I'm dying. Oh well, like <laughs> like your last your last thought this. in life is like, oh, I gotta wipe. Like I cannot have somebody come in. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's bad enough to begin with. Oh my god! I don't know. Like, like, like it's like, like that one time you brought a bagel into the bathroom with you at the same time, and you're like having a heart attack. You're like, oh my god, throw this bagel out, flush it down the toilet. You try to flush down the toilet so they don't see that you're eating a bagel, and they come in and you're dead. And it looks like you've shit out this bagel, and everybody's like, whoa, god, there's a whole bagel. It's not even chewed up or anything. Like that's wild. That would be my life story. You know what? And if that happens at my funeral, tell that story. Okay. Play the, you know what? Play the sound clip. And to everybody at my funeral, don't steal my jokes about noise canceling headphones. Okay. That's my Rob. Would you rather from the grave. you interrupted him? He was on a roll. What? Would you rather go out in autoerotic asphyxiation mm-hmm. that we'd have to cover up? Or would you rather have like us cover Darren. up the bagel in the bathroom? I think if it was a bagel in the bathroom situation and you told everybody it was autoerotic asphyxiation, they'd be like, <laughs> I don't know. I heard it was a bagel in the bathroom. Like, nobody would believe you. It's like, that sounds like a lot of work. I don't think Rob would be able to set up all that belt stuff. But I do believe that he would try to eat a bagel in the bathroom and then try to flush it as he dies. My last sight would be a bagel not getting flushed down the toilet. I'm like, oh. But the only question is if you can do autoerotic asphyxiation lying down. If it can be done lying down, then they believe it. If if it's a standing up situation, they know it's not Rob. I don't know. I got to have some meat time. Figure that out. What do you think? What do you think is more difficult? Autoerotic asphyxiation while laying down or eating a bagel while laying down? Oh, I'm a champ. I'm a champ at laying, laying down, eating stuff. When I was younger, I used to tell my dad, (laughs) can you go make a sandwich for me? And he would just get up and make me a bologna sandwich and cheese and heat it up and bring it to me in bed. 
And so when I first got married, I was sitting there in bed and I turned to Jenny. I go, hey, can you go make me a sandwich real quick? And she goes, what the fuck did you just say to me? And I was like, wait, what? Like, I was seriously confused. I was like, what? What is going on here? Like, why? Why is this not happening? And then I said, my dad used to go make me sandwiches. And she goes, what is wrong with you? And I was like, oh, I thought that's like everybody's life. Like, really, this podcast is really therapy for me. It like makes me realize why I am the way I am. It's possibly because my dad used to just make sandwiches. Now, he also once was going upstairs to get something. And I said, hey, grab me whatever you're getting. I'll take a bite of it. Comes down. He goes, oh, here you go. A little bit on a fork or whatever. Look like chocolate ice cream or whatever. I eat it. And I was like, ugh, what is that? And he goes, oh, this is a cat food. I was feeding the cat downstairs. So, oh fed me wet no. cat food. Oh yeah. I distinctly remember that he denies it up and down and then brings up the cake mix stuff, but I'm going to interview him about that too. I'm going to interview him about the cake mix and the cat food. And we're going to get this to the bottom of this. I thought he was going to give you a piece of his best friend's wife when he was deep, deep her. I thought he was going to bring you a disco ball. I like that one too, Russell, because you gave up like halfway through. You're like deep. Now I figured it's just going to give up. So I was going to ask you guys, what is your Halloween? What was your best Halloween costume that you ever had? What were the one you were most proud of? I have two. My first one is. I also have two. For for a a few parties, I would say early 20s, I went as Hollywood Hulk Hogan, the, the pro wrestler. I, I've never been good at, at dressing up, finding a costume, because you always think you've got the best one. And then somebody like Russell always comes just way over the top. that has got an oh, awesome, no. you know. Uh, is this is this because Snow you White dressed as regular Hulk Hogan that one time and then Russell showed up as Hollywood Hulk? <laughs> Came as NW, yeah, Hollywood Hulk with his NWO. You went as yeah, Terry Bollea. You went as just Hulk when he's not in costume. And everybody's like, and then, wait, what? And then Rob showed up as the Hulk Hogan that had that um, – that, that, uh, adult video that got taped of him by Gawker or whatever and just topped us both. Oh, I just had some sushi. Blah. <laughs> oh, I love fucking my wife's friend, brother. Uh, Wait, I love fucking my friend's wife, brother. Sorry, gonna edit that in later. Okay, let me get a clean take on that. Friend's wife's brother. <laughs> Matt, what you gonna do when Hulk Hogan pornographic style runs wild on you? <laughs> Guys, can we go through one podcast where I don't have to edit out so much stuff about Hulk Hogan sex tape, please? <laughs> my number two, oh. my number two pet peeve, and this could be this could be controversial. Yes. Emotional support dogs that are wearing oh. diapers on the plane. Your thoughts? Can I can I tell a story? Go this for it, Matt. Is it a cute a dog? I, I was sitting, I always sit in the aisle. I travel fairly often for work, always sit in the aisle so I can get up and move around if need be and not disturb the other two people by going across. Okay. So I'm, I'm flying, I think I'm flying to Charlotte, something like that. And the, nobody, nobody's next to me. I'm on the aisle. I got the middle and the, the other, against the, the window is open. And I'm thinking, yes, they're two seconds from shutting the door. Yes. Here we go. Shut the door. Oh, no, a, a lady walks in, and she's got a dog. Matt's in the back. Okay. Boo! <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I get to fly pretty close to the front, so. Oh, that's going to be another call next week. And so the dog walks in and the dog, it, it doesn't, you know, she's just carrying the dog basically. And it doesn't have any emotional support. Like it's got like a red vest normally or something. It basically has a handle on its collar that says support dog. Like that was made yeah. by the person's grandma. That you can okay. buy on Amazon for like three yeah. bucks. Yeah. So the lady, the lady sits uh, against the window, the middle seats open. All right. 
10 minutes into the flight, she decides that she's going to lay down, take a nap, right? Her dog's going to lay down in the, in the middle of the, on the, uh, on the ground. She's going to kick her feet up mm. right next to me and she's going to take a nap. Okay. And I'm like, all yes. right, this is great. So did you take out your phone and take pictures of her feet? <laughs> Wait, what? Why are you guys looking what at me like that? Is that all out? <laughs> she just wakes up and she's you're next to her just going through just hundreds of pictures of her feet on your phone. And you're like highlighting them and like zooming in and out. This that is would my teach her the greatest right lesson. Here. This is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and so 10 minutes in, she's sleeping. The dog is just moving all around. She's like, sit down, sit down. You know, five minutes after that, the dog shits everywhere, oh, no. right onto the floor. <laughs> And she's sleeping, oh. right? And she doesn't know it. And so then everybody is looking around, and they're looking back at me, <laughs> they're at and they're looking for it. And I'm like, they're like, who's that? Who's that guy that went Sir Dookie in twelve yeah. A? Matt's fully reclined because he's like, oh, I got so much gas, but when I fully yeah. recline, it feels so good. You know, so I'm, I'm like, oh my goodness, you know. And I had no idea at first. I thought the dog just farted, but then you know, she kind of looks up and. Oh, you know, you hear her say, oh, and she's frantically trying to clean things up. I get up and I go to the back of the plane and the stewardesses are nice. The stewardess, flight attendants, I don't know what you call them. I sit back, you know, in one of their jump seats. They let me, I tell them what's going on. Okay. So they're and I'm like, no, she's got to clean that up and then I'll go back up. And they're like, no, nope, we get it. Sounds good. So she cleans it up. Go back up 10 minutes later. She, I'm really sorry. I, I mean, hey, you know, bad day. I get it. No problem. Ten minutes later, the exact same scene happens <laughs> again. The exact same thing happens. She should have reclined that middle chair for that dog. They, yeah, I got up and I walked. I grabbed my stuff. I walked to the back. They found me a seat in the. I had to sit in the middle in the back, but it was fine, you know. And, oh no, big baller, big baller. Got to sit in the middle in the back. What the hell, big baller. Uh, let's get into our favorite segment, rolling, going. It's, it's, it's time to see what everybody's up to. It's time for Roll It Going. Oh! Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Every time I forget how dumb that, that is. That oh yeah sounds, that's the most inappropriate oh yeah of all the sound clips. There's no question. I don't even want to know what you were doing or how you made that oh yeah sound, Rob. But if anything is over the line in terms of your sound That's bites, it. that is worse than Aaron's mom one-on-one. <laughs> I will I will say that I think when we're texting each other all week being like, guys, this podcast is so long. Why is it so long? And then it turns out I just have a sound clip for every single thing we talk about and the sound clips are just getting longer and longer. Pretty soon it's just literally going to be like a three-minute sound clip of me just going, oh, yeah. It's just three minutes of that. We're just going to be howling. We think it's the funniest shit. Uh, and when we get to we're Big right Bopper, now. is Big Bopper on the top 500? When we get to the Big Bopper, there's probably a good chance to use Oh Yeah. Hey, baby. <laughs> I died in a plane crash, baby. Oh, God. Is there a Judy Garland album so we can do a little, what's that movie she was in, that Wizard of Oz? We can do a Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the Wizard of Oz. Guys. If the Big Bopper was watching the little Wizard of Oz, I think it would go something like this. <laughs> oh, baby. I hope I don't die in a plane crash, baby. Oh, no. Them flying monkeys got me thinking about plane crashes. Hey, baby. <sighs> you can ask me to do other Big Bopper impressions. No, 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 no. This is my, this is, this is another one of my patented. Maybe that's a sound drop I need, a patented Rob impression. Oh, yeah, baby. 
It's a plane crash, baby. Look out. Our listeners can't see this, but about 40 seconds ago, Aaron just put his head in his hands and stopped responding. We don't really have a soundbite that captures that fully. And if we did, the oh, yeah, would certainly not be as enthusiastic as Rob's There's was. a movie about Buddy Holly, baby, and a movie about Richie Valens, baby. What about me, baby? The Big Bopper movie. <laughs> It is kind of fucked that he didn't get a movie, right? Isn't that, isn't that who the three guys were? Is the Big Bopper, Richie Valens, and Buddy Holly? I think that's true. I mean, there's probably a porno called Big Bopper, right? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> sorry. I, mean, I don't know. I'm just guessing. There must be You're one. sorry. No, you cannot say there's a porno with Big Bopper and then just say, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. There and I will, be bringing, I will be bringing up the porno with Big Bopper later. So I need to keep it in the episode, baby. <laughs> Oh. All hey, the way baby, why are you stuck under that? Why are you stuck under that couch, baby? You're trying to get something you can't move, baby. What's gonna happen? Now I'm showing you how much pornography I know about. Hey, baby, we're not. You're just my stepsister, baby. We're not related, baby. This is a record for how quickly we've gone off the rails on this podcast. <laughs> that that movie would be called The Step Big Bop. Somewhere oh, the Big Bopper is rolling over in his grave right now. Well, that's that's just the big bopper. That's not you, Rob, because you respect women, right? I do. And it's shameful that the big bopper would be speaking like that. But I do think his song, I mean, he's singing all about Chantilly Lace. It's like. It's true. The Chantilly Lace can't, can't be anything but about sex, right? That'd be a great video. Somebody should bring that back. Huh? Is, there, is there a rapper called Chantilly Lace? There should be. There should be. And it should be all about, like, panties. Hey, baby, Chantilly Lace, put it in my face. Dig through your drawers when you're not around. You leave the house, you go to town. I go in your underwear drawer, whoa, whoa, whoa. I feel like you've thought this through previously, Rob. And a big bumper, baby. Before before we we started recording this podcast, I was telling Matt and Aaron and Rob that I was recommending this podcast to a few female friends of mine. And I immediately regret that right now. Hey, Russell. Okay, I can't do any more Big Bopper. Big Bopper is filthy. I don't know what it is about the Big Bopper, but saying dirty stuff in the Big Bopper doesn't seem bad. Well, if you read his lyrics, I haven't been able to expound okay. my lyrical readings lately, but <laughs> hello, baby. Yes, yes, this is the Big Bopper speaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, go ahead. Man. Pick it up. Pick it up. <laughs> Answer it. Oh, baby, just ignore that phone call, baby. Hello, baby. Yes, this is the big bopper speak. <laughs> oh, you sweet. <laughs> I don't like it when you read it like this. This Do makes what? me uncomfortable. Will I what? <laughs> oh, baby, you know what I like. I mean, it, the jokes write themselves. Do you think he would do anything for love, but he wouldn't do that? Is that what's going what's on? What's that, baby? <laughs> what's that? Oh, but 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 oh, honey, but oh, baby, you know what I like. Oh. Rolling, going, Rob. <laughs> I bet the big, I bet the big bopper had a very small penis. Ironically, you know what I mean. It's like when a huge guy is called tiny or whatever. <laughs> oh no, baby, let's turn the lights off, baby. All right. I'm not editing that out. I don't care. And you know what the worst <laughs> part is? I had a fantasy football draft with my family. And as a joke text, I said, you need to subscribe to the podcast before you can draft. 
And my mom texted back and go, what's a, how do I subscribe to a podcast? And my friend goes, Oh no, don't. There <laughs> you go. Like, yeah, thank you. Yep. So mom, if you're listening, Oh, I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pretty soon guys. Okay. I swear to God, the next podcast we do, we're going to go at least 10 minutes before I do a super dirty joke that we need to all think about whether or not we're going to edit out of this thing. Put the clock on. We'll get the this clock This one's on. my oh. fault. I apologize. Oh. Yeah, you okay. brought up porn. Rosie brought up porn. I should podcast. never do that it. I should true. never do it. It's so my fault. rolling, going, rolling, going. Matt, now that you can think about anything else, man is like furiously Googling big bopper <laughs> penis size. Uh, Matt, now that you can't think of anything else. Huge hands. He's got huge hands. First of all, mm. bologna and cheese sandwiches are only good if you also have mustard. So you don't mustard have mustard, guy, Matt. I didn't think if you there's would eat no mustard. mustard, then you really can't. Have that is a good point. Sandwich, Matt doesn't so, seem yeah. like a mustard guy, does he? Yeah. No. Oh yeah. No big mustard guy. Um, I have never. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wanted... wait a minute. Big mustard guy. You know what? That reminds me. It's fuck. Wait a minute. I have Too never really ever sounds... look. I love doing it. I have never wanted an episode to end more than this. Big one. mustard guy. Hello? And we keep talking. And we keep talking. Hello. <laughs> Hello, who is this? I'm Big Mustard Guy. <laughs> I'm calling you from Paris. Because it's French's mustard. <laughs> Why not from Nice? Why from Paris? <laughs> well, couldn't think of any other... Listen, that's not important. Thanks for putting me on your bologna sandwiches. By the way, I'm also from a plant, a lot like vanilla, which is also something we talked about in the podcast. Told me. Thanks Running out of mustard? mustard? Yep. Just, yep. Well, I'm in hell. Another I'll tree. see you guys later. Goodbye. Oh, I'm in oh, oh, he said oh, he the wrong one. No, that's the wrong That's not the harp sound. Here's the harp sound right here. <laughs> Goodbye, big mustard guy. Thanks, Goodbye, big mustard, mustard guy. guy. <laughs> See you next year. <laughs> rolling groan. Rolling groan. That's my answer. Rolling sooner. groan. I cannot wait to not listen to this album ever again. Thank you. I wonder if, I wonder if Big Mustard Guy is related to Giant Mustard Guy. He's just torturing uh, Matt right now. Like, it's, it's so awful. He's going to hang up on us. This is going to be the first ever No, he can't actually have locked it down. You know, you, know what my, you know what my opinion is, Aaron? Because I, like, I, I don't like wine that has a lot of tannins. And I especially don't like wine when they chase me around on a hoverboard and it turns out it's a Biff Tannins. <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst joke. I mean, that's crazy. Why am I laughing? That's, oh, no. That's a terrible joke. <laughs> Excuse me. Does this wine have a lot of Biff Tannins? I dare you to say that next time. At the <laughs> you can't go across the water unless you have power. Now, that's the one quote I know from... Back to the Future 2, no one else remembers that scene. I do that quote, and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, oh, from Back to the Future 2. Oh, idiot. Oh, God. Dumb stuff. I like getting phone calls from certain certain people, but for the most part, yeah, I just text. It goes like this, right? It goes, the hierarchy is this. It's like, text. In from less psycho to more psycho, when you when you do okay. one of these, it goes text, and then it goes uh, voice phone call, right, and then it's FaceTime call, right, 
And then the most yeah. psycho thing that's ever happened to me is that Suzanne, my friend Suzanne, called me on the Peloton the other day. Like just a straight up Peloton <laughs> call. That's 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 like a ten that? out of ten psycho level. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can. So she just said, "Hey, Peloton, call Rob. Did you have your shirt on?" No, of course not. I'm on my Peloton. Okay? That's why she called. She was like, "I hope yeah. to see." She's like, "I'm just trying to see shirtless Rob." So she called him on the Peloton. Well, you know what my nickname in high school was? Is the Deli Counter? The Deli Counter? Yeah, I had all the finest cuts of beef over here. You know what I mean? It was like, oh, oh. <laughs> okay. And my nipples look like pepperonis. I think the worst phone call I've gotten in the last few years is my mom usually doesn't call me, but she called me one day in like the middle of the afternoon. Oh, no. And I was like, oh my God, no. someone has to be dead, right? Yeah. Like, why else would my mom be calling me right now? And then it turned out she was just calling and wondering if I would give her a ride to the airport in like six months because she was planning a trip to Phoenix. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. But you don't need to call and make me think that like someone has passed away at, at like yeah. noon on a Tuesday. Hey, mom, let me think about it. How about this? Fuck and you. No way I'm bringing your ass to the airport. Okay? How about instead of getting this phone, download an app called Uber. Get your own goddamn ride. God damn right? it. How far is it from the airport? What the hell? Russell's like, oh, you're going to be at the airport, so nobody's going to be there like by your records and stuff. Yes, I'll take you there. Don't call my phone, mom. Call Rob's Peloton if you need somebody. Yeah. Jesus. He'll get to me on the on the podcast. I'll tell you, when it when you see the Peloton camera, it's gotta look a lot like what it looks like having sex with me. It's gotta look so similar. Because <laughs> it really okay, here we go. Ready? I'm gonna take my shirt off. I'm gonna get close to the camera. I don't I, this is not this is wait, no one asked for this. Is this harassment? You, you're really only getting half. Yes, the, yes, it is weird. Just picture now, I'm all sweaty. Yeah. Right? I'm all sweaty. And the camera's like this. I'm like super close. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> it's pretty hard. I thought it was going to be harder, but it's pretty hard. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, you know, you can only do this for so long. Yeah, my butt hurts too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm, I'm actually, I'm done. Okay. Goodbye. See ya. Or maybe the ride goes on for too long, right? You know what I mean? Everybody's actually, that's less fun. The marathon oh. ride. Like sometimes you think the shorter ride, like, oh, it's so emasculating to do a shorter ride, but sometimes actually just doing a short ride would be good and everybody would probably what, be happier with it. Rob, what is the perfect oh, length for a quote unquote Peloton ride? Uh, oh, I don't know. At this point, I would say uh, any from zero to infinite amount would be a perfect amount. <laughs> okay. Cause right now my Peloton is uh, it's out of commission. Okay. It's, uh, I need to, I don't know if my shoes, my shoes don't fit. I think there's something wrong. The seat height is wrong. I'm not sure what it is. That Peloton stock price is plummeting. Yeah. The Peloton seems to go to bed way earlier than I do. So it's sometimes it's hard to make those schedules match up. <laughs> the schedule for Peloton is like, you know, when you on Peloton, you click on the calendar and see when the next ride is planned. I just click yes. and it just says nothing. It just says absolutely nothing is planned. And then I say, Hey, are we going to do have any rides planned? And they're like, Oh yeah, definitely. We should set that up. We should like set a day or whatever. And then it never really circles around, you know, maybe like today, like you took a nap thinking maybe a Peloton would come and hop in the bed with you and instead uh, stayed outside and did not at all. Your subscription has expired. And you woke up and then it was time to do the podcast and you're like, oh, actually, this is pretty disappointing. I thought this I'd be waking up to something else, but this is fine too. I'd, I'd be waking up to a Peloton ride, but I guess instead. Uh, Instead, it's, it's an elliptical where you're just moving your hands around the whole lot. <laughs> yeah, right? it's gonna be that thing at the gym where you curl the the yes. weight up and curl it back down. 
It's like that mirror, you know, that mirror workout thing they have where that you, um, the mirror your, workout. Yeah. You film yourself jerking off of the mirror and you have to send it to some what? guy in Europe. You guys don't have that. I got a subscription. I think I got ripped off. Honestly, I think it's. <laughs> the ads made this look different. Like there were classes and stuff. It wasn't just a guy yelling at me in uh, Romanian over the phone. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I don't know how to turn this to euros and I'm going to try to get it to you. I don't know why you want so many iTunes gift cards along with this video, but listen, I'm, I love the mirror. I, you know, I'm working out with it. I think it's really good. Okay. So let's get to the second half of that uh, voicemail. Hey guys, uh, Matt from New York. Uh, hey, this fucking idiot called us twice in one day. This is terrible. You guys talked right over the fucking voicemail. Okay. I'm going to play it again. Here we go. So here's the second voicemail from Matt. Hey guys, uh, Matt from New York. Uh, how do you feel about hand jobs? Okay, so he came in. That was now. I just want to remind you. Right. That was the first what? call. That was the first call where he then called back and said, "I actually had a call that made you look really smart." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go around. Now, I, the now room. I know. I, now I know why you skipped this guy's birthday party, Rob. Uh, questions like this. Yeah. <laughs> actually, it kind of sounds like it would have been an awesome birthday party. Okay, so we're going to move on. I assume we're not actually going to talk about what we think about hand jobs. <laughs> Well, who's going to turn it down? You're not going to turn it down. I mean, oh, no, uh, no, sorry, my lady. <laughs> yeah, please don't. Yeah. I mean, hey. excuse me. I'm reading my Wheel of Time science fiction series. <laughs> I don't have time for such things. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm yeah. busy over here listening to Elliot Widmore sing about the black Iowa dirt. Oh, my God. It's true. It's probably it's probably a good hand job song. I, I'll check it out. Oh, let you guys know. <laughs> it's probably good. No, this isn't right. <laughs> This isn't right. You're allowed to get another beer. You don't have Different to stick song. to one beer yeah. tonight. Different song. I, right. It's true, though. Do you know what would be probably the best hand job song of all time? I don't want to know. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> 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 Just anything with a double drum. You're like, oh! I feel like I can I mean... I do wonder, and I, I, I had like I had a thing at work today where we're like, I'm, I'm on a committee. We talked about some stuff, and people started talking about like, well, this is a cool project, but what's the opportunity cost of doing this project? Not here to talk about opportunity cost, but I do wonder. Oh my God, I was just like, at your work what? for five seconds, and I want to jump out a what? window. That sounds terrible. What is going on? And like, all respect to Matt. Like, thank you for calling. Thank you for going to a William L. Whitmore show. I, I need don't, to, you don't I need to, to nice learn to more about this. Morons. I need to know everything about that. But I also like how how were you, like, Matt? Like Rob is right. Like Rob's right. Like at some point in the afternoon, he was doing whatever he was doing. He was like, "Well, I wonder what the right. did it better guys think about hand jobs." Like that's amazing. Like yeah, why why is he thinking about us during hand jobs? Like what's going on in this guy's life? Maybe he's, he's he's following that Rob. Remember Rob gave us that play where if you were get, about to go too fast, you got to start thinking about <laughs> Aaron. Right? Did it better. That's what it is. He's using the, the playbook. Yep. Yeah. Well, sorry, sorry if this was your soundtrack to some lovemaking, and now we've screwed it all up by having this erotic conversation. Very good. All right. And man hates it. He put it in the chat. He goes, "I hate him." So okay. So somebody spoiled. I guess I don't like know. Him. Wait, is Matt I just feel I feel like he's on some sort of long con or something like that. Like he's asking these questions. He's invited Rob to a party, all sorts of stuff. Like this is all this is all mm. good. He's playing chess. We're playing checkers. This is culminating towards something in like the year 2033 with Rob involved somehow. So I don't know. I'm con- I, I'm interested in that in that sort of uh, saying, though, like 
Could Gary Kasparov, uh-huh. like if Gary Kasparov just switched to checkers, would he just destroy everyone in the world in checkers? Or would the world's best checkers player beat the world's best chess player at checkers? Is chess inherently better than checkers? Like, or if you were great at checkers, could you beat a great chess player at checkers if they cross over into your... What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Matt's, Matt's talking about chess and checkers. Well, I, it's been the ch- chess players who can see like eight to ten moves ahead yeah. are like the, the yes. masters, right? Agreed, the, that's yeah. the one. Totally. And so, I mean, I, again, checkers, there's only like ten moves in the whole game. So I'm, I'm yeah. guessing it's kind of like a what is it called? A tic-tac-toe. You know what I mean? There's like two ways to win and a million ways to lose. And if you just do the one or two ways that win. So right. I don't know. Or it's I like think. when pilot, it's like when pile of shit two used to play Euchre, like at some point the hands just play themselves. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So go back to episode 25 of you on here about pile of shit two and what the fuck we're talking about with that. Oh my God. What a good callback. Did I ever tell you guys though, when I was in high school, I was actually, uh, the, they had these one man chess tournaments. Yeah. I reached the rank of hand master. Hand master. You just, just got to make sure you don't take your hand off that piece before you double down yeah, yeah. and you'll king me, right? Yeah. They're like, you actually have a lot of time left on your clock. And I'm like, I don't need it. Yeah. Check and I'm good. Beat. 